my fellow citizens in America and around the world. Today is November 17th, 2020. You're listening to The Armed Citizen, and I'm your host, Will Foster. Today we're going to be talking nothing necessarily specific other than our current media, which you're already aware of, and some interesting insights into things that I have been hearing, watching, and um, just started studying recently uh, in regards to the global plan, um, what they're calling the Great Reset. Uh, This was actually being talked about a while ago, but I wasn't really aware of it. Caught an article, I think I was reading something on Parler, which if you're not aware, that's kind of the new conservative Facebook, you might say. Uh, Although I, I must say it's nowhere near as good as the platform of Facebook, but it is at least an open forum that you are not being censored on. And uh, that, of course, is a big deal. So obviously, uh, it's a great place to be able to read content and then make up your own mind if it has any legitimacy. And then another uh, new platform out there, which looks pretty good, uh, it's kind of a YouTube replacement, is called Rumble. And um, that that one looks like a great platform. I've, I've been enjoying that one. Um, but in any case, um, I bring these platforms up because of our, our censorship that's happening in this in this country and really around the world. And, you know, I've decided, I think the, the title of this episode is going to be No News is Good News, and not in the way that you think, uh, or the way that has been traditionally used. Uh, in, this, in this age of censorship and agenda uh, pushing, It really is a situation where there are no new or no good news sites, uh, no news stations. Even Fox has become a a liberal agenda-pushing area uh, uh, system. You still have people like... Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, Greg Gutfeld uh, on the Fox network and, you know, doing a great job. And many say it's what's keeping Fox News afloat because their daytime programming has dropped off a cliff. And that's because we've seen what's going on with this election. You have you know, situation after situation over and over again of proof of the media bias uh, across all platforms at this point. Um, Again, 
Parler and, and Rumble are not censoring anyone, but you know they're just beginning. These are brand new platforms that have just started the Epoch Times, but you have to have a subscription. It's not free. You uh, don't have money. You're not going to be able to have access to information. You know, I mean, that kind of, I'm not bashing on the Epoch Times. They have to have uh, a way to generate income in order to pay for their reporters and their paper and website, so on and so forth. Uh, advertising can only go so far. And then when you have a systemic effort to crush free speech, probably don't get a lot of ad money because the people with the large amounts of money for investment are appear to be completely in on this socialized globalist agenda. When I think of what's the biggest threat currently, I'm sure many of you listening to this are thinking it's the fact that our elections have been, for all intents and purposes, based on what we can see, uh, totally um, trashed. There's no accountability in the media, you know, it's, it's amazing how when you're watching the news, they were demanding that Trump concede, Trump concede basically from day one. And the news media, the, the platforms out there were not pointing out that there were all these irregularities going on. And Clark County, uh, that's Las Vegas, Nevada, just overturned, reversed an election because of those irregularities for, I forget, a local, it was at a local electoral uh, thing. But under the terms of the reason for that reversal, Uh, It would make sense that it would also be applied to the presidential race and so on and so forth, because it is the the irregularities that were on the all on the same voting machines, papers and so on and so forth. I mean, it wasn't like they had their own separate thing. It was all on the same ballot. So if they reversed it because of the problems in that situation, then obviously they're going to be looking at it with the Trump situation. Now, I don't want this to be about the election. It's going to unfold the way it's going to unfold, and we're basically along for the ride. But really, I do want it to be about the biggest concern I see, which is our information, our, our, our ab- ability to access that information. And, you know, what is the reason for this big... Uh, move to censor everything that we see. And, you know, Trump being reelected would be great financially, I think. Um, I think that the best that you could hope for is that if Trump were reelected, He could continue to keep us out of a war. 
I mean, we've managed for the first time in many years um, not be going off to war in some other country. You know, the president that they claimed was going to drag us into a war is the first president, I think, in my lifetime that has managed to keep us from going into a war. And so maybe we'd get another four years of not being at war with somebody. Uh, maybe we'd get another four years of economic prosperity and, you know, America's ability to be independent and its citizens to be free, independent people. But, I mean, that's four years, right? So thinking that everything hinges on Trump being elected, reelected, is really short term because you're only getting a four year reprieve. I'm going to call it a reprieve from the global agenda. And I bring up that global agenda because of what I was talking about or alluding to earlier about the new things that have come into my purview, which is the, the, the great reset they're calling it. And it's interesting for me when I'm looking at news stories and information, what I look for are the buzzwords, you know, what are they repeating? You know, during the riots, the riots, the riots, they would call it mostly peaceful, right? That went across all the platforms, mostly peaceful protests. So those are the buzzwords. When they start using buzzwords, you know that now there is a, you know, the word that comes to my mind is conspiracy, uh, but since conspiracy is all crazy people talk, then we have to use a different word that still brings to light the reality, which is that there is a, a gelling, a, a mutual agreement on what is to be said, because they all use the same word. And so what's interesting is words or phrases. What's interesting is that the great reset is one of those buzzwords. And whenever I see buzzwords, that gets my attention because I know that they are working together um, to create that narrative, the narrative that they want to produce. And the great reset is one of those buzzwords. You've got Justin Trudeau talking about it in the in September to the the UN, um, and basically it is in all of these you know global organize, organizations, the World Health Organization, the International Monetary Fund, the United Nations, and and uh, leaders in different countries, and they're all using this reset, the great reset. And um, they've been talking about it since early 2020. It's not like it just started happening. I just wasn't aware of this buzzword, buzz, uh, buzzword phrase um, until just a few days ago. And it's interesting because Justin Trudeau says 
that the pandemic was an opportunity um, for the Great Reset. So there's there has been in the works this Great Reset for a while, since before the pandemic shut us down. And so, okay, the question is, what is the Great Reset? Well, the Great Reset apparently is basically the move towards a global a global oh what's the right words um gosh i'm going to say gelling i i hate it because that's not the right <laughs> that's not not the best word i could use but we're going to we're going to go with it because that's all my brain is providing me maybe i need more coffee this morning i don't know uh, the global gelling uh, agreement to uh, make the world equal. Uh, that is their premise, that they want to um, change capitalism as we know it, which really the United States is like the bastion of capitalism. So it's no wonder we're under attack because the global elites are trying to create this great reset of basically eliminating globalism, creating socialism for the greater good of the world, you know, for the less fortunate countries, which I find interesting. They're talking about these less fortunate countries where they're so poor. Well, those are the countries that are being ruled by tyrants and socialism that, you know, the people are poor because their work and their efforts are being stolen from them and giving to the people in, in high places in those countries. So, you know, how does adopting that strategy for the entire planet fix the problem in those countries if it's the same program? Well, it doesn't. It just makes the whole planet like the small countries where the people in power have all of the money, have all of the control, and we peons uh, get the scraps from the table if we are lucky. Just amazing to me. But so back to the point, this Great Reset is a large-scale plan that the leaders of our countries around the world have signed on to. And it is basically... Uh, ending capitalism or remaking capitalism, as they're putting it, and instituting, you know, uh, environmental protections that, you know, they're so hep to, you know, jump on the bandwagon. And, of course, the United States being the focus of it all, which, again, is ridiculous because... When you look at all the global charts, the United States is producing maybe 10% of the global pollution. 10%. So 90% of all the pollution happening in the world is coming from other countries. And 30% of that is coming out of China. And China getting this preferred status is allowed to keep pumping all their toxic crap into the water and the air at a 30% ratio. Now, 
when you decide that you want to find out if what I'm saying is true, I want you to pay attention to how, when they create the graph for you to look at, make sure you pay attention to the fact that it's not total emissions. They show it per capita. So when you do it by per capita, based on the population, well, then that throws the United States way up there and China way down. Why? Because of the population. I mean, how many, you know, I don't even know what the number is in, in China. I didn't, I don't do homework necessarily before I come on here. I just wing it as I go, which I'm sure you could tell. Um, but, you know, a billion, two billion, three billion, what is it? I don't know. It's in the billions, right? And we're in the 300 million. So just pay attention when you're looking at those charts and they and they do that chart on purpose that way because the agenda is to shut the United States down. We are the blockade to globalism and socialism. The we are the beacon of freedom. We are the beacon of light of individual rights in the in the entire world. There's a reason that the United States is the country that everyone wants to go to. You know, that's not just some random thing. Everyone in the world, when they say, where's the country you most want to escape to? It's the United States. And that's because we are the we absolutely are the beacon of freedom, the, uh, you know, the opportunity. We are the land of opportunity. You can come here with nothing, and many people have done it, and, and really create a future for yourself that is a dream, you know, the American dream. That's what the American dream is. And mostly it takes hard work and some luck. Uh, but there's no guarantee. I mean, you could bust your butt your entire life. And if you don't have the opportunity or um, the wherewithal to convert that into a, you know, a large financial gain, uh, you won't necessarily have the big American dream. But I mean, for many people, I know when I went to China in 1998, you know, I saw people living in sheds, families that were living in sheds. I mean, my wood pile had a better home than these people did, okay? And so if you come to this country and the best you can do is work at Burger King, uh, McDonald's, whatever, and earn minimum wage and have a roof over your head, three meals, car, phone. Well, that's still the American dream because that opportunity doesn't exist in so many countries around the world. So when you try to, you know, denigrate the American dream because not everybody becomes millionaires, you're overlooking the fact that Still, these people who come from Mexico or Venezuela or China or 
Africa, or I mean, you could name just about any country in the world. When they come to the United States and they work hard, they work 40 hours a week or more, but they have a house, they have a car, they have a phone, they can raise a family, maybe go to community college and their kids could do even better. That's the dream. That's the American dream. You know, that is a, an, a huge increase in their standard of living that they never would have had the chance to have ever in the country that they came from. And those countries are mostly socialist uh, or corrupt. And that is why we are the beacon of freedom. And that is why the globalist socialist agenda is doing everything they can to tear down the U.S., by using the EPA, and again, those charts, when you look at those charts, you know, they'll say that the United States is one of the biggest polluters per capita, okay? So, you know, we as individuals have a bigger carbon footprint, and why is that? Well, because we have a higher standard of living, you know. Uh, we, can, we can afford to have a car. Uh, we can afford to have things that are nice that were manufactured in a plant in India, which is, you know, part of our carbon footprint, you know, but, you know, that's India's pollution uh, being created, not the U.S., but we get tagged with having it because we bought something from there. You know, that's how our carbon footprint is calculated. So this, this, movement that we have that we're seeing this you know the the band-aid or the veil that has been ripped off of our news and our media is exposing that there really is an attack on this country and they're using our free speech um, system to you know rip us apart they're saying we have free speech, but then when they control every platform so that you have no access to real news, well, you know, of course you're going to have a skewed idea of what is going on in the world and in our country. And so this, this great reset is part of what you're seeing. This, the, the media blockade of the truth which, you know, you got the tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of Trump supporters who converged on D.C., a totally organic thing. It wasn't organized. It was just organic. You know, someone throws it out there, we're going to do this, and they show up. And the media doesn't cover that. They don't want to show the support for Trump. Um, And then they don't show the violence being propagated by BLM and Antifa on those people, not during the march, not when they're in their numbers, but, you know, after it's all over late at night and they're going back to their hotel rooms, then these, these cowardly thugs gang up on elderly people and, and women and children and, you know, attack them because they are Trump supporters, you know, uh, nothing in the media about it. You know, you really have to, you've got to really be looking for it to find the truth. And so, you know, no news is good news for us because there is no good news. 
there's no news that we can rely on that's accurate, that isn't one-sided or biased, pushing this, you know, apparently this this great reset of uh, a globalist controlled system where, you know, we, the United States, are under attack because we are that, that dam against it. And, um, you know, Trump is, you know, at best a four-year delay. We, as the American people, have got to demand better. We have to stand up for better. I don't know how we do that if our election system is compromised. Um, I mean, we're going to have to stay tuned and see. All I can say is, you know, we do have things like the Epic Epoch Times or Epic Times, um, Parler, Rumble. These other platforms, we have to support them uh, so that we can have access to the truth and free speech and so that it exists somewhere in the world. Um, Because what you have access to that's free and in your face is an agenda being pushed on you. I'd encourage you to look into that, the great reset that uh, Justin Trudeau is talking about, Trudeau, and uh, others, especially in the globalist um, movement, there, there is some kind of, a a plan and I, I'm not, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know how they're going to institute it. I, I can't help but think that maybe this, you know, they're going to use the pandemic somehow. Um, I mean, they already are, I guess we're, you know, can't, can't go out into, you know, public without a mask. You can't gather in church. And if you do, you're not allowed to worship. It's, I find interesting that their big complaint is that you're worshiping. Uh, it's not that you're gathering, but you're worshiping, and that's a real problem. You know, um, you know, maybe you know, maybe that is the goal: is to lock down our country so that we collapse. You know, try and collapse our country so that what it is doesn't exist anymore, and then it's easy to impose the global agenda, the new world order as we've called it for so many years in the past. Um, that's really what it is, New World Order. And, um, and I think that's kind of what we're, we're looking at, that um, you know, our news media is skewed. They're pushing an agenda. They're using the pandemic to shut down our country and destroy our, destroy our economy and uh, you know, maybe get people so distressed and divided that they're able to destroy us from within. And, and all I can say is I encourage you to stay informed, not allow yourself to get sucked into that. And, um, you know, I for one feel like the whole gathering in the streets and fighting for our country is near. If, if they have their way and they continue this lockdown, we have to fight against that. We have to, we have to say we're going to practice our First Amendment right of freedom of religion and worship our God any way we want to and resist nonviolently by just not complying to their unconstitutional efforts to control us. 
Well, we're nearly hitting 30 minutes here, so I'll try and wrap it up as usual. There's a million things on my mind that I'd hope to get out to you, and just 30 minutes is never enough time to do it. Uh, but I think you have some information to look at. Check out that that uh, the big reset, and uh, you know, start checking out Parlor and Rumble. And uh, if you want to pay for a subscription, the Epic Times, um, you know, and other news media outlets that aren't being controlled by six corporations and the globalist elite. And resist. I mean, you know, four years of Trump, they said resist, resist, resist. Well, 73 million Americans voted for Trump, and it's our turn to resist. Resist these shutdowns, refuse to comply, don't let them destroy our country, and don't let them convince you that, um, you know, your neighbors are your enemy, that, you know, the, the black community is your enemy. Uh, because of a few BLM people. There's lots of black and Latinos and so forth who are just like you and I, freedom-loving Americans, and their color has nothing to do with it, but the media wants you to feel that way, and don't fall into that trap. Don't let yourself get sucked into it. And remember, it's not about four more years of Trump. It's, It's about us, the citizens, we the people. We resist, regardless of who gets into power and what they try to impose on us, we can resist. And that's what we're going to have to do. Go to church and worship. Go wherever you want to go and do not let yourself be under the thumb of tyranny of the globalist agenda. That's how we're going to keep our country from collapsing because we'll still be able to support our local businesses and keep them afloat. All right, my fellow citizens in the U.S. and around the world, thank you for listening and have a fantastic day.